0: kids and cubs and welcome to season three and episode number 160 of the daily beaver morning show here on the crier media network today recording day is tuesday july 11th 2023 and it looks like it's going to be a bright day here beautiful sunshine here at the beaver lodge i'm your host the eager beaver pronouns he him hey mr beaver a and with me as always is my dear friend mr grizzly Thank you, Kits, by the way, who are uh, watching live for your patience. Um, Mr. Grizzly, what was the word you used? Scronkly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly 100% sure what it means. And Mr. Grizzly kind of explained it to me, but I think it's happening at both ends today.
1: Well, <laughs> scronkly <laughs> means uh, disheveled, askew, uh, messed up, uh, out of sorts, Confused. It's all of the above. Scronkly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say the, um, you
0: know, when you're starting a car and goes, <laughs> <laughs> that's about me this morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's uh, kind of not happening. Uh, <laughs> it will, though, throughout the show because, of course, we have we'll, the kids to we'll get there. there. We'll they give us energy. Um, of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Misfi Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. We have a, well, I guess technically it doesn't have to be a nibble because Mr. Grizzly's on vacation, but probably a nibble because we've got stuff to do. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, later on today, we'll be uh, recording some uh, shows for next week. So we've got a big day here at the Beaver Lodge. So this one might
1: uh, be a nibble. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, a nibble. Well, yeah. I've, got, I've got about 60 minutes this morning, and then we got other stuff we have to get to. So yeah, it's, it's a nibble. It's a nibble. All right there, Mr. Grizzly. Uh by the way, good morning, and
0: how's your mental health today? Mm, other good morning. Other than
1: um, Other than the scrunkly, the mental health, a um, little off today. Um, yeah, a little off today. Uh, I, I, I don't want to get into it. Uh, it's, it's off. That's all. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, mm. You know, sometimes, mm. sometimes we just need uh, our privacy while we sort through our brain stuff, and that's yep, what yep. I got to do. Yep.
0: Yeah, I was off, too, yesterday. It was kind of weird. It's... Uh, and today, but yes, today's in a different way. Yesterday was it was a gorgeous day, and, mm. and in the end, I mean, it was cloudy, but it was gorgeous. And I was thinking, like, I've got all day. I, I can I can go play tennis. Mm. And Lord knows, I love the sport. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, nope. Body There's- says take a day off. Nope, that happens. Yep, and and and, and it wasn't like. Oh my God, I'm in pain or anything. It's just sort of like the last few matches I played, I, I've been playing hard. And I mean, I've had progress, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at it, you know, my last eight, my in the last 15 matches, the first seven, I won seven games. Oh, okay. Total. Yeah. My last eight, I've won 23. What? Games, how do you, you win twenty
1: three in oh eight sets eight, eight yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, matches right yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: I hadn't won a set because <laughs> yeah.
0: so or a match so but I won only seven games in those seven and now twenty three and won one match right so it's uh yeah it's the the progress is happening but I, I'm there used to be a group of players around my level that I used to play with but a lot of them have moved on. Mm-hmm. So now I'm always playing against people much better than me. So there are times I'm playing I just feel like target practice. Well,
1: that's how you get better though, right? You, yeah. You don't improve by playing against uh, opponents that are, are of lesser skill sets. You, you only improve when you... you know, yeah, not improve. lesser, but but equal, equal right? So, okay. And we were both, we were all improving, so right?
0: So, but we had, and then we had, I had people that were slightly better than me that were sort of like my test to see how much I was improving. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, the other day, I played a guy, and he served, and like during the warm up, <laughs> and I returned it, and it's like my hand—it's <laughs> like holy crake. I mean, by you know, I finally just step step back, f- stood back further, and found a way. Like this, and I was actually making the returns. I was sitting there like, how the heck am I doing this? But that first one was like, ah, I'm in trouble.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you got to remember, remind people that uh, when you're warming up, uh, number one, we we're not trying to hurt each other. And number two, we paid money to be here, not the other way around. Yeah. It's, you know, as a goaltender in hockey, I'd get on the ice and people would start, you know, I do my stretches and I'm like, okay, shoot some pucks at me to get, you know, so I can feel it and get get into it. And there's always the one idiot who just yep. winds up and I just step out of the way. He goes, "What'd you do?" Um, if you hurt me in the warm-up, I can't play the game. Yeah, I paid money to be here. Number one. Number two, I have to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Yeah.
0: But no, I mean this this is a malicious. It's just how hard he serves. I mean, the whole match he oh. served oh. that that hard, right? So I mean, it's you don't start your warm up not. It's you know, not.
1: It's not malicious. He just thinks he's a pro. Is what I'm getting at.
0: It, but he is because he,
1: trust me, he <laughs> thinks he's on the pro tour. Is the that, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to relate to is, is like guys that I play hockey with that yeah, yeah. wind up a slap shot in the yeah, warm up. That, that, that's they just think a they're going to make the NHL, right? Those yeah. guys. Yeah, but that's that. That's
0: just a dick move because I mean, yeah. it's like you don't need to warm up your slap shot. No. That's not the shot you're going to use all the time. Your are in tennis to kind of, I guess a shot. Right. Yeah. So it's, so that's what I mean. It, it, it's a whole different thing, but it was just like, cause there's one time last year I played a guy that served hard like this, but it would, it, it would different. Like, like they kept on hitting like a thud, but mm. this one like, like zipped, like skipped off and zipped hard and was just like, Whoa. Okay. I need to hold my racket tighter here. <laughs> I, I'm, this is new. Fairly. So, uh, but, but the fact, I, like, I mean, I lost 8 0, but I actually had rallies like, like 10, 15 shot rallies. Like I, I played with this guy, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't just target practice. So it was like, kind of, wow, I can do that. You know, I've never been in that situation. So I didn't know. <laughs> so it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty good, but yeah, my body was just like, a, no. No, mm. not today. <laughs> you need a day off. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then today it was just um, yeah, like you say, crunkly, just a little crusty. Well, scrunkly, I, I scrunkly. You can even hear it in my voice a little. But there's a little more gravel and stuff, right?
1: That's Bridget's word, by the way. She coined that term, scronkly.
0: Ah, good stuff.
1: <laughs> All right, Mister Grizzly, do you have anything to open? Yes, I do. Um, All right, from the uh, pretend cowboy. Okay, let's just, we'll just watch this, and it's what it is, and here we go. I will ban all of my ministers and top government officials from any involvement in the World Economic Forum. Great there home. will be no more mandates, no, more cent- no central bank digital currency, no mandated <laughs> digital ID. As I said at the outset, you heard uh, the introduction from my wife. And you might be thinking, when she stands next to me, what's she doing with him? Yeah. (laughs) No, but seriously, we will ban all of my ministers and top government officials. Like. (sighs) I
0: I know. 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 I know.
1: <laughs> I just shake my head and go. How, how, how does this man have a job in politics? Like, no, seriously, like, really. I, somebody voted for that. He's
0: very good at what he does. Remember, he built his reputation by being a very, very, very good constituency MP.
1: Yeah, but he's in, since in his, abandoned his constituency. Yes,
0: but the goodwill, right? He made sure to take care of, that care of that first. Those first X number of years when we're wondering what the hell he was doing, that's mm-hmm. what he was doing, making sure he would never get unelected by shoring up so, that home base.
1: He's very I strategic. see a question. I see a question here from Linda. Did his voice change when he took off his glasses? No, no. And uh, Anita just had his his testicles in her purse. Oh, I know. Oh.
0: <laughs> uh, it seems. Uh... Tell me, I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just let that one slide right by. I'm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All, right. All hat, no cattle.
0: Right, right, right. And yesterday, um, of course, the big thing was the mm-hmm. photo
1: Yeah, the T-shirt. This, right, uh, this one here. Let me see the photo. I've of the got, t-shirt. I've got both of them. I've got this one, uh, of course, with Danielle. I didn't. I didn't read the shirt. Well, there's a photo of you talking to him face to face. He's in a lime green shirt. How do you not notice that? Like there, there's the photo she's talking to him yeah because but I didn't read it yeah
0: there's a tweet there uh, that came back I wish I could find it but it's like yeah it's like totally not t- that shirt is totally blendy indie yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody's wearing white and blue around him and he's wearing a lime green shirt with black lettering totally missed that completely right
0: and the thing is <sighs> is that well here you go Mr goes I'm gonna give you a little thing
1: here you got an asset for me okay we might need to blow that up a bit
0: yeah i'll need to blow that up uh but here we have because eventually of course Mm -hmm. skippy this came out right because at first it was just danielle for about like the first half of the day Mm. then eventually this one came out of course this guy now the future's so bright he's got to wear shades Mm. um and then you know
1: when did skippy change his hat
0: i don't know then we got he this, of course, work. right? Yeah, yeah, The premier you... didn't read his shirt and obviously doesn't agree with its message. She has always been clear that she supports the LGBTQ plus community and will continue our work to make sure they feel safe in our province. Now, as you mentioned on yesterday's show, right, she did make a statement of support that sent Christine Anderson going, oh, we lost another one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on LGBTQ issues, I don't know Danielle Smith's history well enough to know where she Agreed. stands so i'm not going to assume I, I i will take her word for it here mm. Mm. but okay. but optics but optics but wait there's more <laughs> of course there's always wait, more. Wait, there's more right right so there there's something coming from our friend nate nate pike <clears throat> but there's something coming um So we have this, we have her with him, uh, but there's also the back of the shirt, right? Mm -hmm. Good people disobey bad laws. Um, So she didn't see the front of the shirt, nor did she see the back of the shirt? I guess. Or is this the case of, well, you know, I mean, she, I'm sure she believes she's a good person, and I'm sure she believed that when she took that call from Arthur Pulowski. Mm-hmm. That she was um, disobeying a bad law.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all suspect behavior.
0: Um, just like they're all making this big stink now, right? Like, because the CBC published the retraction, look at them try to influence the election. 2,500 votes could have swung it the other way. Uh, yeah, but maybe it's the fact that the ethics commissioner on the day of the debate said that she actually broke the frickin' law. And the fact that the CBC got the fact wrong that the staffer actually communicated with the prosecutor's office, even though she did say on video like twice, at least that she had communicated with the prosecutor's office. She's the one that made the mistake for, she's the one that said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, so it's like, but now they're going, ah, oh, vindication. And look, that could have swung the election and interference. It's like, uh, really? And the, she still broke the law.
1: She still broke the law.
0: And like in a major way, still way worse than SNC Lavalin. Mm-hmm. Still way worse. This guy again, mischief, potentially causing bodily harm or death. Maximum sentence, life in prison. Pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> um, she had time for that's, his call. that's that's you know, I mean she had time for his call. Yeah. Nothing the CBC did or didn't do changes that. Completely irrelevant. Now they're gonna use it as a shield for absolutely everything. Like, they got this one thing wrong, you can't trust the media, blah, blah, blah. they're all t- you know, she's pure as driven snow, and but <laughs> okay mm. so you got all this on so. I wrote to my best friend, Sarah Fisher, um, director of communications (laughs) of the Community Corruption Party of Canada, who for some reason, I guess, communicates back with me telepathically because she never actually writes back, but we have a thing. Um, So because I've been asking her, you know, uh, Pierre Polliver said in June, around June, maybe 19th or 20th or something like that, that uh, he did... uh, support, uh, the gay and lesbians ability to live free and that, um, he would be getting back to us at some point during pride month with how he was going to celebrate that. But right now is busy. The schedule is busy, but when it clears up a bit, um, is, uh, this how he's doing it. Is this what he did to celebrate pride? this photo
1: this or was Apparently. it the pamphlets in portage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking about them. how max Maxim bernier marched in pride and yeah
0: because those are the only two things i've seen him do relative to our community ever since he said he believes in it and wants to celebrate the fact that we uh, are allowed to live in freedom like everybody else but he keeps doing stuff like this. Yeah. Oh, and pushing for that Braden guy to get a in portage because mm. he actually went there and campaigned for him, even though he supports conversion therapy. I'm going to buy. Those my are the three table. things he's done, actually. And I'm oh, and the fourth thing table. actually, he said actually nothing to say about Mr. Uh, Higgs. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's four. Because uh, when uh, bad and people And still bad not things,
1: commented on the Waterloo incident. Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, that's a lot of things. A lot of things. Just saying.
1: But they'll go back to the well, the blackface well. You know, they'll do that, right? Right away. Right away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I I posted um, this graphic on my Twitter feed, and it's at the top of my page. It's pinned there. The Paradox of Tolerance by philosopher Karl Popper. I'll read it for those of you who are listening at home. Should a tolerant society tolerate intolerance? They're saying no to Nazis. You want more tolerance? Respect my ideas. The answer is no. It's a paradox, but unlimited tolerance can lead to the extinction of tolerance. When we extend tolerance to those who are openly intolerant, let's give them a chance. The tolerant ones end up being destroyed and tolerance with them. Any movement that preaches intolerance and persecution must be outside of the law. It's paradoxical, as it may seem, defending tolerance requires to not tolerate the intolerance or the intolerant. So I I, I I put that up yesterday on on the Twitter uh, in response to um, Adam Vancouverden's. Uh, statement on the Globe and Mail column about Skippy taking that photo with um, that dude and um, some of the responses <laughs> I just comic talks about tolerance not about homophobia you... what <laughs> Jesus Christ you you read at a third grade level you don't understand what it Then I got this one. You're so close. You've just mixed up the people. You're the garbage that needs to be tossed. Because I refuse to tolerate the intolerant, you're telling us that you are a homophobe. Good to know. So we shouldn't be tolerant of people that are proud of their sexuality. Sailed right over your head that did. Reread it until you understand it. This one, this this guy tried to be cute and write, your G-H-E-Y meme, your gay meme, doesn't actually apply to the question that was presented. Your reading comprehension is at a third grade level. Reread it until you understand it. Uh, And then this guy, Happy Oilman, LOL. Look, pronouns. Funny thing, Paul. You wouldn't be here otherwise. Troll on groomer. Show me on the doll where the pronoun hurt you. And he's calling me a groomer again. So this person, Happy Oilman 123 at happyoilman123 one, on Twitter. Folks, if you want to, if you want to, mm, mm,
0: mm,
1: no, 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 we're not going to pile on. We're not going to pile on. I was going to say, if you want to stroll his timeline and just read what he has to say, feel free to report him if you feel that's a, nece- a necessity. That's all. I'm not asking anybody to pile on or bully. I don't want that. Stroll through his timeline, and if you feel he needs to be reported for hatred, feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also it was, uh, for
0: me, it was that um, Cheryl R. Um, said, I'm sick and tired of liberals, divisive, and hateful tactics. If someone is displaying a straight pride t-shirt is a homophobe or just wrong, then logically, someone displaying an LGBTQ pride emblem shirt flag is a heterophobe or just wrong. No, 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 that's a online literacy, how to argue one-on-one logically is totally misused in that tweet above. There's logic, true premise, plus true premise, and a conclusion that flows naturally. Then there's sophistry, ad hominem attacks, appeal to emotion, false equivalency, which is what was used here. Sophistry tricks you into thinking logic was used. For example, true premise, elephants have big ears. True premise, you have big ears. False conclusion, you are an elephant. The trick, there has to be more than just one thing in common for two things to be the same. But you see this a lot, right? Oh, they, they, these two have these things in common. They're exactly the same. Liberal Tory, same old story. For example, because they're both right of the most left, they're exactly the same. That's how we got Trump,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: the extreme left said thought that Hillary was the same as Trump. Hillary wouldn't have appointed three Supreme Court justices that would have turned back abortion. Just saying. <laughs> um, the trick is used. The trick being used is comparing groups of people as if they've historically enjoyed all the same advantages and benefits of society over the centuries, as if they've always been exactly or near equal in the social pecking order. It starts with the faulty premise that both the heterosexual and identifies with the sex assigned to them at birth majority, because apparently cisgender is a slur, never had a history of oppressing homosexual and transgender minorities, even though it's still happening today. It's not even remotely logical. Nope. Sorry, sister. Just not. Uh, (laughs) Douglas just did a dad face. That was awesome. (laughs) Really? I'm going to have to look back at that. I had no idea I did it. I didn't even know I had a dad face. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's silliness, right? It's just silliness. But if we uh, get back to... um, because I said, "Wait, there's more." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, this is the thing here. Yeah, this was the the blendy anything. I kind of found it. So it's more like this. I, I didn't see what was written on the t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for people who are listening, it's kind of a it's a sort of cartoon drawing where there's a whole bunch of people watching. Uh, oh, I goodness. guess. Well, they're wearing running shoes, so but some kind of state a sport that no, was sort a of hockey be played, game. like the an glass hockey
1: rink. and those are boards. Yeah, they're in yeah. a rink. So yeah. they're in the stands
0: against yeah. the glass. Yeah, up against the glass. Wearing bright neon. <laughs> occupying all the glass. you really can't see anything else.
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the t-shirt. I
0: did. I didn't read it. I didn't it's not that they didn't see the t shirt, right? It's that they, they I didn't read it. Read it. They didn't read it. Yes.
1: Do, do and you need to send her back to school for reading yes. comprehension?
0: And now, the there's more there's from my friend, more. Nate. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to blow that up a little bit there. Mm. From the DMs, we're told the primary person staffing Smith on the day of the very bad photo was none other than the Director of Strategic Engagement for the Office of the Premier. So, top folks running the province here. Okay, let's unpack this. The Director of Strategic Engagement. Okay, so... Daniel didn't read the T-shirt. None of the people around her read the T-shirt. The guy who took the photo, who's looking right at it, didn't didn't read the the T-shirt. And then for Pierre, Pierre didn't read the T-shirt. And Anna didn't read the T-shirt. And all the people around Pierre didn't read the T-shirt. And his photographer, who also was looking right at it, apparently Mm -hmm. did not read the T-shirt. Yes, Pierre, when I (laughs) sent the message to Sarah, saying, Sarah, will Pierre be putting out a similar statement? Pierre put out exactly the similar statement. I did not yeah. read the t-shirt. There's a little rumors list where like, you know, I got swarmed by thousands of people and I just don't, and I, I take photos with hundreds of people, right? The, the, the same thing they use all the time, right? Like this. I just, mm. okay.
1: <clears throat> Why is it only ever conservatives that do that though? This
0: shit keeps happening because we keep on letting them say, I didn't read the mm-hmm. t-shirt and then saying, I didn't read the t-shirt. But I took the photo and the photo circulated and all the people with whom I'm trying to do strategic engagement saw the photo. Mm, Yeah. And now I'm going to say, well, I don't support the message of that t-shirt. And then all the people with whom I did strategic engagement are going to go, well, she had to say that, but we know because we got the photo.
1: They're just really bad at this, aren't they?
0: No, they're really good at this. Oh,
1: they're really good at being bad. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because they continue to get away with it, and they're, they not, they're never, they're never held to the task.
0: They know all they need to do is go in front of the camera and say, "Oh, I didn't read it, and I don't support it," and they won't lose anything they're, from the base because they know that that's how the game is played, and everybody else just moves on.
1: They're, they're doing, what was it, the um, Rex Humbard? Was it Rex Humbard? No, Jimmy Swaggart. I have sinned. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Those of you who are in the chat who are old enough to remember who
0: that guy yeah. is in that moment. And then there was the, the other guy. It's like, uh, if you don't send me $10 million, God is going to come and get me. Was that Oral Roberts? I, that might have been Oral Roberts. I don't remember who which who who did that one, but I just like, really? <laughs> it's like... Can we peg out 11 million? <laughs> yeah.
1: there's, there's, there's an Oral Roberts joke that I want to tell you, but um, it's too early in the morning. All so right, I'm not all right. going to. It's, that's more of a casual Friday story. Gotcha. Gotcha. But it's a good one. I'll, I'll tell you when we go. Well, write it thing. down. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Oh, Chick. J- <laughs> Oral Roberts is my poor name. <laughs>
1: that's james right james, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah you know that's james right just by the tone right <laughs>
1: yeah i'm just pulling up the chat now of course it is of course it is i'm gonna i'm gonna type out the joke for okay. you in the chat here okay okay
0: now here's the um the but wait there's more part so um, oh yeah i did say that it's the director of strategic Academy. so so You have all these people didn't see it. They put out the same denial.
1: Right? You get the oh my God. (laughs) That's why I'm not going to tell the (laughs) truth. It's good, though, right? It's a good one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my yeah yeah pc bio knows what the joke is (laughs) yeah you know the joke right Yeah, yeah yeah okay
1: yeah, yeah. We're, I'm not going to Oh, not no, no, tell no,
0: sorry. It. He doesn't know the joke. He's uh, responding to get to, to, to James oh,
1: again. James. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, James. Oral Bob, God. they call him. Oh, um,
0: uh,
1: I'm but, not going to tell the joke. I really want it, to, a, but it's it's early in the morning. We can't tell oral, that joke right now. Oral Bob. It's a name and an action. <laughs> uh, I just. And when you have two of them, oh, it's no. Oral Roberts. That's part of the Plural. joke. Part of the joke. <laughs> yeah. Plural. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you you oh, get man. it. Oh. I can't
1: tell the joke, James. It's it's really it's really spicy for this time of the day, yes, yes. and uh, <clears throat> my mom would not appreciate it because no. she watches this show. <laughs> yeah, put a- yeah, She does. She doesn't watch Casual Fridays, yes. uh, and she doesn't know about it. So <laughs> she doesn't know. There's some things I just I just you know. She there's does. some things I just don't want to. She say. does now. <laughs> Well, she got to find it, and she won't. (laughs) Mr. Grizzly's mom, you really don't want it.
0: Nope. Trust me, I'm looking out for you. Don't look. Don't
1: don't look into the box. (laughs) Don't. Don't look in the box. What's in the box? Don't look in the box. I'm begging you not to open that box. (laughs) now we all want to know
0: we're showing a little leg so come watch casual friday (laughs) see james we're helping you
1: (laughs) i don't even know what part of the country i'll be in on casual friday i'll I'll pop in but i'll be somewhere i just don't know where at the time nova scotia or new brunswick um maybe even newfoundland by that point i'm not sure yet i'm not sure Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah um it's the director of freaking strategic communication. So, uh, this was, uh, on purpose and thought was put into it. Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah. the release statement was behest, but we knew, <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't be this incompetent by accident. Not that many eyeballs can miss that message.
1: It's nobody missed it. They know what they did. They just don't care.
0: They just don't care. And which brings me um, to a tweet from a man uh, I saw this morning uh, before we came on and it was like, just great. Uh, it's at Derek Krim Law, Derek Aniston Criminal law. And uh, I guess um, he's a very savvy marketer because um, he put his law number office in his handle. The communication guy says, "Props, dude. <laughs> Way to get some free advertising." Why should I assume that from the photo itself to the entire increasingly fraught response? The quote director of strategic engagement for the office of the premier doesn't see the entire affair as an unmitigated PR success. How many aspect of the public's response run contrary to what many ascribe to be the actual values held by the director of strategic engagement for the office of the premier? That's when I say that they're good at this. Yeah. This guy knows what time it is. Oh, yeah. This guy knows what time it is. I'd say you've got a pretty good lawyer there if you need one.
1: <laughs> um, well, like, in reference to that, there was a, there was a really good, um, under Van, Adam Vancouver's uh, I don't know if, it, you know, did anybody see this? I'm, I'm going to put it up on the screen here. I don't know if anybody saw the tweet from Adam, Adam Vancouver. Okay. I'm going to put it up on the screen, and I'm going to scroll down a bit. So bear with me while I do this uh, so everybody can see it. It's uh, This is Adam Vancouver, and he's a member of Parliament for uh, Milton. Former Olympian. He's a Paul Averre. Pardon?
0: Former Olympian and medalist.
1: Formal, yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Averre didn't march in, pride, in a Pride parade and didn't bother to show up to the Parliament Hill Pride flag raising, but he's just thrilled to get a photo with a homophobic fan. Don't buy the I-didn't-see-his-shirt BS. Yeah, you did, Pierre. Grow up, and then the, the the comment: the man has a point. Without straight people, there wouldn't be gays.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I made the point on the show the other day, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're tired of seeing Maybe us, stop making us. Keep it in your pants. Stop making us. <laughs> Give up sex.
1: And and yet they yeah. don't. They don't. They don't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yes, you did.
0: Yeah. This. Yes, you did. This is your listen. Listen, people, like this. If there are any of you who happen to be hate watching the show.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah okay. Go ahead.
0: The only way for you to live in a world without gay people is for you to stop having sex.
1: Or at least unprotected sex. Right?
0: Gotta stop. That's having the only
1: words. way. Just stop producing children. Yeah. <laughs> Just guess down. what? Again,
0: how many gay men have donated sperm?
1: Uh, well, uh, hundreds, yeah. thousands. Yeah. millions? I, I I don't know. Yeah. And not to mention else, the fact that.
0: And somebody else said how many people, um uh how many gay people back in the day of get me to the church on time? Yeah. Who got married and let's not
1: had kids? Let's not forget that that lesbians can bear children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Well, there you go. And and you know, here here's the thing to this comment, Ellen. He says, I know a gay man who fathered two children. I know a number of gay men that were married and closeted for decades. Mm-hmm. That have three, four, five kids. Yeah, they get me to meet the church on time. Yeah. That's what we call them back I, in the day. Actually, uh, a, a, friend the of mine, a friend of mine here in town is a doctor. Uh, and, and he was married for 35 years. Has grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Then one day came out to his wife. He says, I've been, you know, hiding myself. And she said, I knew for a long time. But, you know, we kind of had a good thing going. So I didn't want to rock the boat. And she was happy for him when he came out because she realized he'd been suffering. You know, she tried to, and and they're still very good friends. They don't live together anymore. They're divorced. Um, But all his kids have, have uh, still have a good relationship with him. And he's a really good guy, uh, but he he gets a couple of drinks in him. and He starts hitting on on me and I'm like, okay, that's enough, Bob. That's enough. Um, You're crossing the line now. Okay. And my other buddy was like, okay, I got to take him home. I'm like, yeah, please do. Cause he's like, no, Paul, that's not cool. It's not cool. Hmm. He, he's become the greasy old man. He's, oh, he's no. become the creepy. Oh, the no. creepy,
0: right?
1: Yeah. But, I, but again, I get along with him. I bump into him every now and then. I see him. He's a nice guy. But the thing is, is that you have
0: to understand at that age, because I, I have a friend like that. His name is Jack. I met him. Coolest person I ever met. He was 69 hmm. when I met him. He was a tour bus driver for rock bands.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy so, shit.
0: Not old. Right mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. old, like you know. Right. He, he was driving some 41 at one point. Right. So he said, they oh, like, yeah." He said okay. they're really, really nice boys, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really. Um, he said he loved, always loved dri- driving Canadian bands, even if they were like rockers and whatnot. They were always like super nice. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he said uh, he super cool guy. But it was the same thing. Um, he had been. He always knew. But mm. back in the day, you just never cheated quiet. on his wife.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: at around like 67, but can't like, this, but this guy, the thing is, is that when you come out at 67, you're a teenager.
1: Well, th- well, and this is right. This you're a You're
0: 67 in life, but you're like one mm-hmm. years old in gay years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like openly gay years. You- it's all new. It's all, it's all new. Like this. Yeah. And this, I tell you, mmm this guy never, at 69, never went home alone. <laughs> that's well, okay. good for him. I do not know how he did it.
1: Well, but yeah, probably maybe dropping the tour bus driver for rock bands on people. You know, that that's, that's a pretty good line. That's a pretty
0: good line. <laughs> but holy crap. Like this, but Like this, he had like that twinkle in his eye
1: do you want to meet the band? I can. Introduce
0: you <laughs> it's like,
1: do you want to go backstage?
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it'll, it'll probably take your friend a couple of years to kind of like for the novelty of it. to Calm down. Off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And
1: I get it. And, and I'm not angry with him, but it's like, okay. It, but yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not a good feeling. I don't lie. I've never liked that when, no matter what age, when someone gets a a little sloppy and they start.
1: No matter what age, no matter what the sexuality, no matter what, it's just like, uh, okay, uh, that's
0: enough. Yeah. It's, it it gives me sloppy, gives me an icky feeling.
1: Oh, and and I'd be the first one to say I've been sloppy. Mm -hmm. I have to say otherwise would be a lie. Mm -hmm. I've been sloppy when I was younger and stupid and didn't have uh, control of my thoughts. I just let it. Now it's like, uh, I think I'm getting sloppy. I'm going to go home. Hmm. Now I recognize it, right? Yeah. 20 years ago, wasn't necessarily the same. Ah, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: It wasn't handsy,
1: but, but, but (laughs) I could see where my brain was going. So it's like, let's, let's, let's just extract, extricate myself from this, um, particular place that i am right now so that i don't do something bad you know i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy
0: no n- never be that guy nobody likes that guy <laughs> kit, kit james is stirring the pot in the chat here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you on. guys I name bob that. i approve i approve <laughs> <laughs> um, gee, uh, we're getting close to the hour. We didn't, haven't delivered yeah. that much news, have we? Um, it's been busy. Well, I mean, I mean, there is news. I mean, this whole thing right is coffee, it's cheaper than a defense attorney. <laughs> Okay, let me try to get a couple of tidbits here in the in the last few okay. minutes for you, kids. Uh, okay, at uh, the NATO summit, uh, which is kind of the big international thing. Um, oh yes,
1: in, it's uh, in Lithu- Is it in Lithuania? Right yeah, now?
0: in Vilnius, uh, Lithu- Lithuania. Um, do, 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 do. Let me see. There we go. All right. So uh, as I mentioned yesterday, the prime minister stopped in Riga, Latvia first to visit our largest mm-hmm. international mission, uh, where we're heading a tactical group of 11 nations based there. Uh, and we're the leader of the multinational battle group. Uh, NATO ordered all their battalions uh, to uh, all their battle groups to become full battalions. So uh, this one here needs to grow to a size of 4,300 uh, members.
1: Um, and, and speaking of NATO, are you, are you going to go there to Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm going there. Okay. okay. Uh, So the Prime Minister uh, has announced that Canada will greater than double the size of our contribution to the NATO reassurance mission in Latvia. 1,200 military personnel will be added to our contingent, making it such that eventually 2,200 Canadians will be serving, and that's more than 50% of the 4,300 needed to form the full battalion. Uh, There's been no word yet from the 10 other nations whether or not they'll be making a contribution yet, but since... Canada seems to be setting the tone by leading uh, like this and by more than doubling uh, that will certainly serve as an incentive uh, for the other contributions to hopefully be sizable so that they can get to 4,300. The prime minister said, this is the way forward in modern defense. Almost a dozen countries from across NATO are cooperating, training and working alongside each other. It is predicted it will take about three years to ramp that up. Ramp this contribution, and about two point six billion dollars of additional funding over three. Well, two, sorry, two two point six billion dollars of funding over three years, of which one point four billion was announced in the twenty twenty two budget. So we added one point two billion more uh, okay. to the commitment. Um, the Prime Minister said, This is Canada's largest overseas mission, and we are here because European security is important to Canadian security. So, this was uh, at a camp, a meeting called Camp Adachi, which is just outside Riga. Uh, the mm-hmm. Prime Minister of Latvia, Kristians Karens, said, Our relationship between our countries is good and is better than it has ever been. Um, meanwhile, one of the reasons this is important is uh, Germany in particular, has been a little critical of Canada uh, with the speed of it, because in Lithuania, where Uh the NATO summit is being held, Germany and UK are leading the mission over there. Now, Germany and UK, Mm. bigger countries, bigger economies, together are leading that mission. We alone are leading the other one. So, you know, tempered a bit, right? Uh, But uh, Germany offered to permanently place 4,000 troops in Lithuania, just like that.
1: Mm. Um, and well, I know the recruiting numbers in Canada are really low right now, yeah. and they're trying to get more people to sign yeah. up. That's a bit of an issue yeah. at the moment. So, so um, But
0: none of the eight missions yet have fully upgraded to battalion status. Uh, but there has been, uh, according to Sean Monahan from the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, all across the board, there's been a strategic and uh, notable increase in exercises. So it's not... It's not like preparations aren't being done just because the full battalion isn't set yet. They're working mm. with what they have. Um, the uh, Prime Minister then moved on to the actual NATO summit uh, for two days in Vilnius, Lithuania, and it's being described as the most significant NATO summit in years. Um Mainly because well, uh, they're discussing uh, Sweden's accession to NATO, and they're also discussing Ukraine's accession to N- NATO, and getting a status report on how all these uh, on the move to forming battalions is uh,
1: happening as well. Well, I was I was really surprised to see Turkey turn around, because they were against Sweden, Sweden entering NATO. Sweden, that's Sweden and NATO. They were against it, and then all of a sudden, Erdogan just turned around and said, yeah, we're going to support them. And I was like...
0: Yeah. Well, pri- Holy crap! Prior to the meeting, uh, Jens Stoltenberg uh, said that he was going to be having a one-on-one with President Erdogan, uh, and Jens Stoltenberg uh, had made it very clear. We put the quote saying that, you know, it, it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, right, it, so, it, it, without question. So, right? Sweden Sweden remained neutral for decades, the centuries. They're ending two centuries of neutrality. Oh, really? Two centuries? Wow. Yeah.
0: Holy crap! I didn't know that. Yeah. I just heard that this morning before coming on the on the show. Um, wow! So yeah, Jens Stoltenberg's mandate was extended, and basically the first things out of his mouth was "It's time and we're having a meeting." Now apparently there is some word on the tweet that Erdogan was sort of going, "Well, uh, we'll be okay with uh, Sweden extra- accessing NATO if uh, you uh, speed up our accession to the EU." And uh, I think some people said, um, "No, that's not how we play this game."
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's,
0: yeah, it's this a, is, yeah. apparently that was that the word on the tweet is that was a shutdown. Um, but yes, Stoltenberg announced that Erdogan had agreed to Sweden's membership and that he is going to be sending the request to uh, the Parliament of Turkey for ratification. Um, Sorry, I have the notes in two places, so I'm putting them together here. Um, do, 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 sorry. So that's okay. Um, yeah. Just
1: keep rolling. Um, so, Just
0: keep rolling. So um, Stoltenberg's words were specifically: President Erdogan has agreed to advance the accession protocol to the Grand National Assembly as soon as possible. Now, as soon as possible is not particularly defined, but I mm-hmm. think they want to. Given that Finland is already in, um, yes, yeah, they want
1: this now. Um, is Norway is Norway in? I know they no, were looking. Norway at isn't it. yet. I, I, no, I know. They they are in the process. No. They've, they've, they've applied? No, no? no?
0: There's been no word about that yet. Oh, okay. There's been no, okay. not, not, not yet. Um, also announced uh, was a decision I of think... the U.S. to unfreeze the sale of F-16 fighter jets to Turkey. Oh. Which may or may not have had something to do with it, but the U.S. insists both issues are completely unrelated, and that's probably true in this case. The mm. timing may not be unrelated. But the issues (laughs) are related. Um, And Mm -hmm. uh, with regard to accession uh, of Ukraine, um, it seems that the consensus, and there's been no movement on it, and that mainly because of the US, it's the US position Mm -hmm. and what the US wants, the US gets, uh, is that uh, we're not going to be discussing it really until the war is settled so yeah. uh, but the Prime Minister is on the record as saying Canadians are absolutely firm in our support of Ukraine including on welcoming in Ukraine to NATO when the conditions allow um, so yeah uh Mr. Grizzly, do you want to end on that or
1: yeah let's 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 end on that um just um, I'm, I'm seeing hang on a second okay.
0: here. there is one more thing I would like to put because it's pretty important to the political thing if we have time okay um, yeah. Sure. Um, there's a first minister's meeting happening in Winnipeg uh, so that's why I'm saying it's kind of a big deal uh, they're meeting over three days and uh, yesterday was the first day in which uh, the first ministers have meetings with uh, Canada's indigenous leaders um, the protests uh, from the landfills showed up at the meeting venue uh, there were protesters uh, there's been protest at the Prairie Hill uh, Prairie Green landfill but there's also protests at the Brady landfill, and there had been protests there going on for 200 days. Um, there's a lady named um, Sue Caribou whose niece Tanya Nipanek went missing about a decade ago and police had searched briefly that landfill at one point and uh, she was at the protests and saying, "My niece has no voice, I am her voice." Cindy Woodhouse, the Manitoba Regional Chief of the AFN, the Assembly of First Nations, said we have to talk to each other and not talking is not helping. Cassidy Caron, the President of the Métis National Council, for whom, once again, and Mm -hmm. I will say it every time, I have all the time in the world. um, She said, with regard to the structure of the meetings, this is a meeting of premiers and indigenous leaders prior to the formal meeting of the council of the federation. I have 15 minutes on the agenda today to present issues and priorities affecting the Métis nation. I represent a nation. 15 minutes is simply not enough time. Mm -hmm. And she says that indigenous leaders should be a permanent part of the council of the federation. So it should be the 10 premiers, the three territorial leaders and then the leaders of the three major indigenous groups and maybe a representative for indigenous people off reserve. I don't know, but that, that should be the structure. I personally can't disagree. If we're dealing nation to nation, it's like the provinces get three days, but you get 15 minutes Uh, the logic's kind of unassailable. Uh, not all the premier showed up to the first day. Premier of Alberta and the premier of Nova Scotia, Daniel Smith and Tim Houston did not attend the session.
1: Uh, it is, well, Daniel Smith was busy getting photo ops with uh, homophobes. Mm. Mm.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I don't know if that photograph was taken yesterday. I know, I know, yeah, I'm but, being I'm but yes, but I'm being sarcastic. Yes, I, I- I feel you. (laughs) I I feel the general vibe, even though not may not be factually correct. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Yeah, Um, I know.
1: Yeah. Uh, The major issues to be discussed. She had a cross burning to attend yesterday, I think, or something. No, no.
0: I'm not ready to say that about her on on these issues. (laughs)
1: Yes. That was humor, (laughs) friends. Sarcasm. (laughs) Sarcasm.
0: Ooh, uh, but yeah, yeah, on race, however, I was, that thing she did with, uh,
1: that when you side with Paulowski. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the other major issues that will be on the agenda for the first minister's meeting will be healthcare, public safety, clean energy, affordability, and housing. This is the meeting of just the ministers, not the one with the ministers and any, uh, anybody from federal cabinet so that they can kind of coordinate, uh, what their asks are going to be, uh, and do what in, whether, wh- whatever interprovincial deals that the, they can make as well or agreements. Uh, so, um, I'm sure it's going to be very interesting, uh, between, uh, Daniel Smith and uh, Premier Eby of British Columbia, because uh, she's really calling for those uh, that strike in the ports mm-hmm. to be uh, settled. And uh, well, this is an NDP There's government out, in, and they don't really believe in that. And and of course, she's um, also wants a BC's. Well, doesn't think she needs BC's agreement to uh, run over the land to get the oil out. So uh, sure, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> all right we gotta go
1: <laughs> I have one final graphic to okay. share with you please uh, from our from our, our good friend Charles Adler Yes a uh, member of the Cryer Media Network. this is a tweet from uh, just recently like a, about an hour ago um, I'm gonna put this on the screen and then I'll read it out yeah. for those who are uh, listening. It's uh, Charles Adler's Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'll blow it up a little bit more so you can see it a little bit better. Poliver, or Poliev, with homophobe, tells you why he will never distance himself from his mentor, Stephen Harper, who endorses Hungarian PM Viktor Orban, who doesn't need to wear a t-shirt or a brown shirt. He rewrote the Hungarian constitution banning equal marriage. This is who they are.
0: And let's remind you that uh, Stephen Harper did run in an election on a pledge to reopen the same sex marriage thing and then realized he couldn't do it. So he actually put a motion to say not to reopen, but put a motion to come up, to take an action to reopen, (laughs) to start the process of discussing whether or not they would reopen, I guess. And that failed. Um, and then, because he I, couldn't do it, he threw Red Mate to the base by uh, announcing that he was going to try and cancel all the marriages of people that were not Canadian residents that had come to Canada to get married. Mm-hmm. And uh, that got a lot I'll of too. Face. So they, it, they keep probing. This is who they are. They've already shown us who they are because they've already tried.
1: I've I always found it interesting that that he, you know, would would even float that idea when one of his his. You know, his minister, who was also his wife's escort when he was out of town, John Baird. Now, John's never publicly come out. No, but it tells you what kind of guy, man, he is, right? He'll sell his own down the river. Yeah. Everybody knows John knows John is gay. There's no, it's no secret. And there's also, and I'm not going to say it, but there's also some floating stories on the internet about John's proclivities. Yes. Um... And I'm trying to get us a, an interview with an individual who can tell you some stuff about John, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to say right now. Okay.
0: And he also has Melissa Lansman and Eric Duncan, and they're yeah. right in his inner circle. Yeah. Yes. It, uh, I guess, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, now, now John Baird didn't vote against same-sex marriage. No, because no, he did. His votes were loyal to the community, mm-hmm. but he supported the party in every way. Like a, which and his just, one no vote, vote, his one vote, if his party wanted to take it away, his one vote wouldn't stop that. No, no. So as like you don't pass the mirror test when you say, well, I personally didn't vote for it, but I knew it wouldn't ever, I knew it wouldn't make a difference anyway. So my party let mm-hmm. me, right? Uh
1: James comment. <laughs> I don't know if I should put Ooh. that on the screen or not. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll just leave that there for now, James. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to put it on the screen, but people who are reading that, the, the comments can see it. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm it's not going to argue with solid rule of thumb. It's a solid yeah. rule of thumb. Uh,
0: and, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, and then we have, uh, you know, and then we had Lanceman who of course, who uh, in service of the convoy took those pictures and, yeah. right and misrepresented them and then when people said that she was aided and batting neo nazis like, how dare you i'm jewish totally forgetting that she was a lesbian yeah yeah um, because yeah. the the nazis invited us over to the to check out the oven for brunch fucking <sighs> right she actually played on actually played the on religion while throwing the whole mm-hmm a whole other side of her identity under the bus that she uses right she trots it out goes, oh, yeah. whenever we're, it's convenient for everyone look at me i'm a yeah. lesbian and i'm the, the co-deputy leader
1: um, me, i'm going to i'm going to use a word here that will probably offend some people but tell me if i'm wrong token
0: uh, Possibly. Tell me if I'm wrong. No, but po- possibly. There's lots of tokenism. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing with these people, like we keep on saying, is before they are Jewish, before they are gay, before they are mm-hmm. Canadian, they are conservative.
1: Yes, that's the biggest problem. That's their, that's their entire identity. I'm a conservative. Conservatives will support you, whereas every other politician says Canadians will support you.
0: Every other thing that they are...
1: Can be sacrificed, yeah, for their conservative ideology, but they're not conservative. They're 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 reformers. They're whatever is
0: the name that they use to brand themselves. It's what they are. Mm-hmm. It's what they are. Right. So when the guy says, you know, like this do you think that the director of strategic engagement thought that this was an unmitigated PR success? Yes, I believe that this reaction made out plenty of sets of nipples super hard and provoked a couple of wet, moist spots (laughs) among that circle. They love this. All right. Of course they do. They're sitting there at home. "Ah." (laughs) Liberal tears. "Ah." This is their spank bank material. They get off on this. This is what gives them their jollies.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you, you, you're not wrong. You you are dead bang on accurate. That's what we call a bullseye, sir. Nothing nothing but net on that shot. Nothing but net. Swish, swish, bish. Uh, All right.
0: Another one in the basket with a lotion.
1: Uh, Look, <laughs> It puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. <laughs> you need to be a certain age to know that reference. I'm trying to make it popular again because it's good. Right? It's a good one.
0: It's a good one. Oh man,
1: kids, uh, uh, that's the end. Here's of my time. favorite graphic of the month. Just my favorite graphic okay, of the month okay. because it just it makes me chuckle, and I know you'll laugh when I put it on the screen. <laughs> I'm half full. I'm half empty. I think this is piss. (laughs) Realists, the only ones who really know what's going on. I think think today I was
0: either think it's piss guy. (laughs) More like, no, 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 this is piss. I've tasted it before, unfortunately. (laughs) Trust me, they serve us this up a lot. (laughs) No, no, it's limoncello. Yeah, yeah, right. uh all right well kit okay i should do a remix of crabs in the Bucket," <laughs> lotions in the basket <laughs> crabs in the bucket lotions in the basket oh my god and james by the way uh thank you for loving my seven reference and getting it mm. yes man, kits so that's in the box, the box. yeah you do you got it right away well kits that's the end of this episode of the daily beaver podcast as mr grizzly presents the morning pour
1: That sound just you know stir your loins? Stirs your loins, doesn't it? it? It Stirs my loins. It really does. (laughs) Bridget's sitting on the couch laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) The loins have been stirred. The loins have been stirred while I poured the coffee into the mag. I
0: declare the games open. (laughs) The loins have been stirred. I declare the legs open.
1: Stop you right there.
0: Well, kids, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Kids, sounds he goes, it makes me want to pee.
1: <laughs> it Sounds like peeing.
0: <laughs> hey, kids, cubs, if ever you have trouble peeing, just listen to the morning pour. The Put it on repeat. <laughs> we like to help. <laughs> I remember that sharing is caring, and word of mouth is priceless. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, hold on, I need a second.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, uh, so if, if we're going to be entertaining you in the morning time, see, we shall, we shall do it with a, a fresh hot mug of coffee. You see, because uh, that's a, this is this is how we entertain you: we have a fresh hot mug of coffee. <laughs> And, um, you know, we sip away. We sip away. (laughs) Instead of heave away, it's sip away, sip away.
0: (laughs) Okay. Remember that sharing is caring, and word of mouth is priceless. And you have the mouths from whom the word we wish to come out. So let your peeps and your poops know about (laughs) a little reverb on that poor. Oh, okay. Now yeah. you're just trying to make me laugh yep. because yeah. de- they love it. when I get the giggles yep. be- oh, yeah. because democracy is something that you do. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the crier media network as well as all of for Chrisley friendly platforms, stars and reviews are greatly appreciated. You know what? The giggles is, you know, I would have loved to have been a famous actor back in the day of the Carol Burnett show. And to be on that show, I never would have been able to keep a straight face. Oh, okay, God, no. <laughs> We'd we love to hear from you. Reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Truder feed at True Eager, or by email via Eager Beaver at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com, the True North Eager Beaver. And why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? That helps us out big time. Make like Kit Elaine and smash those boutons. Yes. Um, Like and subscribe Like and subscribe We can't do this without your kind and generous support So if you feel we've done a particularly good show If you're watching You can scan the QR code That will magically appear there you go. And uh, if you are listening, then uh, you can go to our coffee site. That's ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, all in one word, lowercase letters. And that's where you can make your donation. If you're watching right now, the squiggly on the bottom is where you get to our pod page in order to subscribe. And that way, when we have something fresh off the bandwidth, it comes not straight, but gaily to you. (laughs) Gaily forward. There we go. I didn't see that one yes. coming. You got yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walk straight. I'd rather progress gaily forward. <laughs> <laughs> From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go?
1: I do, but they're not my words. Okay. I'm going to be quoting um, somebody. Uh, and I think this is apt and accurate and something we need to remember. This is uh, Bianca Swirlski, uh, Queen Spam Pam of Neverland. <laughs> Peace world C Love her already on, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and she says this, I might sound like Grandma Gertie, but I remember when politicians had the guts to say, in quotes, no. I find your shirt offensive, I won't take a picture with you. Personal accountability and ethics gets thrown out the window when you become premier, I guess. Unless she herself believes. Mm. You know what? That made me remind that reminded
0: me of something for the Easter egg. So mister Beasley, oh, okay. please roll those credits. You got it. You are listening to a true north Eager Beaver Media Podcast For the Easter egg, because what you said before made me think of this, and I actually didn't have one. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Jonathan Clulett posted a picture of the guy front and back with the green mm-hmm. shirt, asking, Imagine being a young queer person in Alberta and seeing your premier, Alberta Daniel Smith, supporting a shirt like this. And then Eva Chipmunk, I mean Chipyuk. Chipyuk. Yeah. That uh lady who uh, thought it was a flex at the Public Order Emergency Commission Uh to ask the Prime Minister why it is he's afraid of his people because, you know, she had to replace uh, Benji, who imploded at the last minute. Um, Is he a resident of Alberta? Is she the premier of Alberta? Great leadership involves valuing all people, regardless of their background, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, or any other individual difference. It entails listening to them, understanding where they are coming from, and respecting their opinion, even if you don't agree with it. Okay, so number one, let's not forget the fact that the tweet to which she she is responding says, imagine being a young queer person in Alberta and seeing your premier, and she just Lies
1: right by that because
0: no queer people in Alberta, not residents of Alberta, too,
1: Eva Chipmunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I responded with this. Exactly. So that's what I um, responded with the paradox
0: of tolerance. Yes. So apparently, great leadership includes valuing all people, Mm. including bigots, regardless Mm. of their background, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, or any other individual difference. Like, for example, I don't agree with your right to exist. Mm. That's an individual difference. Yeah. But you should value people who believe that, I guess. So, um, no, great leadership. You want to know what great leadership is? And this is what I answered. No, you are wrong. Great leadership involves telling people who do not value all people like the guy wearing this shirt that they are wrong and you don't want them on your team. Leadership involves drawing lines and taking stands. Making room for bigots is not leadership. Exactly. It's not different views. No, it's not. Different views are not enough. It's not the only criteria. The fact that your views are different does not necessarily guarantee you access doesn't get you into the club. Your views are allowed to be different so long as they Start from the space that everybody here has a right to be here, and everybody here has the right to be treated in the exact same way you expect to be. Mm-hmm. If your views on those two things are the different views about which you're speaking, no, we will not accommodate you. Mm-hmm. We do not consent. Plain and simple. Boom. Have a good day, kids.
1: I'm going to end it with I'm going to I'm going to lift this up and give you a little chuckle at the end because that was heavy and necessary and had to be said. And yes, PNC Bio, the charter spells this out. Um, I'm going to I'm going to leave you with one simple thing from our good friend David Moskrop. Um, this will make you smile. Orcas. <laughs> You know what to do. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh. man. See ya. See ya. See ya. (laughs) The podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers.
0: Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge,
1: Louisiana.